We're back for another week of the Coach Max Show. Thanks so much for joining us this Thursday evening. We're in the club suites in the press box of Kelly Short Stadium, and it is officially October. The fall weather has come up to Mount Pleasant, and guess what? We have football in the Mid-American Conference. The MAC announcing last Friday that there's going to be a six-game season, and that'll start in early November. So great news for Central Michigan football and Coach Jim McElwain as the Chippewas will have a season and have a chance to get back to the MAC championship game in December. So we've got a packed show for you. Obviously, we're going to talk with Coach McElwain about football coming back, and fall camp also started in Mount Pleasant. The Chippewas got underway with fall camp on Monday. So we'll ask Coach how that's going and what it's like to be back out on the field. Then he's got a couple of student athletes with him here tonight, two seniors that will be key factors on the team this year in 2020. That senior tight end, Oakley Lavalli, out of Boca Raton, Florida, and senior defensive back, Gage Kresge, right out of the UP. So excited to have those two guys on as we talk about football returning, what the protocols will look like within the Mid-American Conference. And Central Michigan also went through combine drills last Saturday at Kelly Short Stadium. The production crew did an awesome job of making sure that scouts within the NFL, the CFL, and others could actually watch the combine via Zoom up on the biggest video board in the Mid-American Conference right here at Kelly Short Stadium. So Coach Mack will talk all about that and just what a whirlwind it has been over the last couple of weeks as football is now back within the Mid-American Conference beginning in early November. Welcome back to the Chippewa Sports Network. It's the Coach Mack Show and Jim McElwain. We've got football to talk about this week. Isn't this crazy? What what a week it's been. What what an exciting week it's been. And boy, am I really happy for our players, um, you know, and what they've gone through, and and uh, really proud of how the conference handled it. Yeah, it came out on Friday that they said there's going to be a six-game schedule. Of course, the MAC was the first FBS conference to cancel originally, and then they brought it back. So what have you heard yeah. from the conference why they decided to now bring it back here and start in early November? Well, I, I, I think first and foremost how they handled it was fantastic. Um, and and I think I even feel better with the fact of the inclusion of student-athletes uh, with the medical doctors, with the commissioner, being open about exactly the reasons why and really the the reasons now why we can, right? I think that was fantastic. You know, my hat's off to our commissioner. Uh, the medical uh, experts um, that, that were kind of the MAC was leaning on, uh, their explanation of why it happened when it did, right, that we canceled. But more importantly, their explanation of what they've learned since that decision that actually allows us to go out and play. Um, I think the testing protocols, which are more stringent than any of the non-Power 5 leagues, we're going to be testing you know, four times a week, uh, which I think is really good. Um, our ability to actually secure testing as a league, I, I, I guess uh, more than anything, I, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with how our league handled it. Um, how they were transparent in the reasons and how they involved, you know, representatives from each players from each one of our schools. So they actually could then report, they could be informed. And um, 
I tell you what, uh, I was so impressed on that call with all the student athletes and their passion, which I think really probably helped this along as well. It was Friday that that you found out. Was it? Did you get a call, or I mean, how did how did you and I guess the team find out? Was it simply just going on and seeing the reports? Or? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's interesting. Um, you know, we we were kind of given the heads up that there might be a vote. We, you know, the presidents got together on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was really good that we didn't just jump to something right there. We wanted to make sure everything was in place. Um, everything was in place uh, for the presidents to make a decision on that Friday. Uh, Dr. Davies called me about 15 minutes uh, prior to, you know, the the announcement. Uh, So that's when I knew that we were on. Um, Obviously, I didn't say anything until the announcement. Uh, We were scheduled the next day kind of with our um, combine, uh, which we'll talk about later. I thought that went great. But I was able to actually then have some information and hardline information to give our team. So um, we kind of said it might be coming, so we've got to flip our minds. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it at the beginning of last week, and yet uh, no guarantees. Let's focus on our combine. Let's get that part of our training finished, and then we'll have an answer moving forward. And testing starts next Monday, October yep. 5th. It's going to be four times a week. So take us through, peel sure. back the curtain a little bit. How's that going to work? So, you know, first off, we've been testing uh, through this time not as frequently, um, but as was prescribed by uh, the league and, and how that worked. Um, starting Monday, we'll be on a four-day-a-week test. Um, uh, it'll be a test for the antigen first which will be paired, or players are actually be paired. If something arises, uh, then we go to the more stringent test, which we should know at that point, um, you know, where exactly the, the if, it's, if it's real, if it isn't, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the stop gaps between the things you're reading about with the false positives, all right, which isn't false positive, is that a some kind of, Something that two things that are negative that you're using in the same. I, I don't sure. know quite how that yeah. works, right? Okay, <laughs> but there's a false positive um, uh, component in there, which I think our league has done a good job kind of uh, looking at. Um, and here's the other good thing is we have seen maybe as a league what has been successful, um, what maybe some ways to kind of get through this so ultimately our kids our players have an opportunity to go out and play and we're really excited about the tv schedule and and the possibilities that way we should know our schedule in whole uh this friday uh tomorrow and uh and then um we kind of go forward from there but it was awesome we actually had football Tell us about the the player reaction. You get a chance to get them all together before you got fall camp going and just get excited about football happening again. Well, I don't know how excited they are because they're going to have to put up with me really (laughs) more often than what they did, right? Uh, So I don't know how excited they were (laughs) with that. But um, I I guess more than anything, um, our ability to go out together as a team, as Chippewas, and actually start to work towards a common goal 
um, there's a lot to be said about that even in life when you're able to do that. And uh, that, to me, is the important piece. Yeah, that football schedule, as Coach Max said, should be out here in the next 24 to 48 hours. We do know that first game will be November 4th, starting that first week in November. From a schematic standpoint, just as a football coach, you see that it's going to be six straight weeks and then hopefully a seventh straight week with the MAC championship. What do you think of just we talked about baseball being that quick 60-game sprint, this being a six-game sprint. How do you right. like the format? Well, um, first and foremost, uh, one of the things that, that you talk about as an organization is no matter what it is you do, you don't get a do-over, right? So our ability to make sure we understand the importance of each game, the importance of each day of preparation moving forward, those just get magnified because we don't get that chance to say, oh, well, you know what, that's okay, I'll go get it. Well, no, we've got to go get it now. So living in the now, understanding that we've got to take care of everything that we do as a program, as an organization, um, there's that much heightened sense of urgency. And those are the things we need to really focus on there. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, our first three games. Uh, we do know will be uh, midweek games. Um, that'll be, a, it's been a long time since I've been kind of in that midweek mode all the way back at Louisville when we were in Conference USA, where w one year we actually played every day of the week. Oh, wow. We opened on a non-traditional Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, which was whatever that Labor Day, Memorial Day, whatever that one is, that, that holiday at the beginning of school. Yeah. And we finished with a bowl game on a Monday, which was a January 1 game, and uh, that was weird, right? <laughs> so I'm hearkening back to <laughs> kind of what that meant, you know, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, whatever. But, um, you know, our kids are used to it because they've done it. Uh, so I've got to lean on them a little bit. And then, then we get into the normal Saturday post-Thanksgiving. You don't experience the full maction until you play some midweek maction or you coach in some midweek maction. So excited yeah. you get to get you get to have a chance to do that in year two. Well, and, and for me, the excitement is I get to learn about it, right? Yeah. And, and the good thing is, like I said, uh, it, this is an opportunity for me to learn from our players um, how to handle it. Right. And from some of the people who have been here, how to go about the planning. Jim McElwain is here as the Chippewas get ready to start year two under him in early November. A six game schedule with the MAC championship being in that late December 18th, 19th window. Big news for your players and your team this week. You started fall camp, I believe, on Monday. So tell us a little bit how that's been going throughout the week. Yeah, well, you know, I I, uh, I think that, you know, we had we had a first, you know, couple really good and it's normal you know the couple really good first days uh i was a little disappointed in, in some of the things we did uh not, not in a non-correctable way but uh had a few mental busts uh on our third practice that so we need to get cleaned up and yet that's to be expected um but I, there again you're able to kind of get the the message that guys we don't get that back right and and we won't during this season so our ability to really focus on the reps that we are able to take, um, you know, we've talked about uh, the fact that we basically redshirted our or gray-shirted our freshman class. Mm. So our numbers are down. Um, and I, I still, you know, I mean, that was the best thing for them 
um, you know, in this shortened season, even with uh, not knowing that we were going to play or not. Um, and yet one of the things we've done in practice is we, we've started to build crossover periods to where we're creating depth from both sides of the ball. Um, you know, whether it's Butch and Labali playing inside linebackers, you know, is there crossover, right? Um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Day-Day or, or Dante Kent or, or Bracey or whoever that is coming over to offense and working some wide outs, some fly speed, some wildcat stuff, um, doing the same thing with both lines. Uh, just so you know what, uh, there are going to be no excuses. Uh, who's ever able to play, we're going to go play, and we're going to play like Chippewas should play. Yeah, great idea to do that I think probably something you wouldn't think was necessary but in 2020 when you just don't know and you're testing every week and you may have to make some different changes throughout the season I think that's a, a really smart idea by you and the coaching staff well I you know again um you know no excuses you know <laughs> I mean um what I hope is our team takes this now I, I believe we're down to 84 days you know that they can discipline themselves. We've done a great job within the building, uh, just how we meet, how we social distance, how we clean, how we do all that, right? So for that block of time that they're over in the facility, I feel great. They're college kids, all right? What are they doing away from the facility? And ultimately, look, it, it's, it's now you're down to, it's an 84-day commitment, mm -hmm. right, that, we're going to know, too, because of the four tests a week. And some of it, you know, you may, you know, who knows where, right? But you can actually cut down on the chances based on how you go about your daily business away from the building. You know, we've got a we got a couple of them here. Why don't we ask them what they do outside of uh, the football? I'm time? not sure we want to know <laughs> with these two guys, right? But, uh, no, I think that'll be great. And I think, you know, that, that that's good. I like it. And we're back on the Coach Max Show with Jim McElwain, and we've got one of your seniors, Gage Kresge, joining us. Yeah, no, this is great. In fact, I don't think he even knows, but he was actually part of a fan's question here a couple weeks ago. Some oh Somebody boy. he knows sp specifically yeah, I, well, I believe. I, I believe. I mean, I think it came down to who is your favorite player from the UP, something like that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Do you have I, any idea who would have asked that question? It was probably my mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bingo. Yeah. Hey, she, and and know this, I actually threw asset in there too. You oh, know, yeah. right? Because <laughs> the there's two youpers. There you go, the two youpers. <laughs> Tell me how you're doing today, man. You doing I'm all right? Yeah, just good. got a little workout in. Good. We're all good. Good. Um, obviously, this has been a weird, weird time, especially for guys that are seniors, mm -hmm. and and I think it's. It's even kind of in your case, you had uh, uh, an internship towards graduation. I did, yeah. Right? It, it, and we found out we weren't playing. Kind of explain kind of how that went, you know, as, as in your last year here to graduate. Yeah, so I was up in Marquette actually doing cardiac rehab. Uh -huh. And then I got the announcement that we were going to play, and I was pumped. Uh, got to come back, and we're all excited to get, get going and start playing. So, so – you know, as, as we've kind of done this, you know, that, that, that first part, you know, when we got the word we weren't playing, kind of tell me where as a senior that, that emotion kind of was. 
Well, yeah, we were. I've been training for four or five months, working for a senior season and looking to have a good year. And then hearing that we weren't going to play is was just devastating. And the news that we got to come back and uh, work towards our goal, winning a MAC championship, is is great. So yeah, um, you know, obviously we, we talked about you being from the UP. T- Tell us a little bit, too, and I was kind of – some of your combine results, I was like, whoa, you know, what, what what's this all about, right? <laughs> but tell us a little bit about your high school background and, and that kind of thing and before you even got to be a Chippewa. Um, so I was planning to play basketball. Um, I worked towards basketball. I was playing AAU. Um, had quite a bit of basketball offers in high school and um, – then Central came, and I was like, hey, this football stuff, it, it could be cool. So, uh, yeah, um, I was up in the UP training with uh, at Advantage for the Combine. Uh, they they helped me out. I was working out every day, and it paid off for me. So, And, uh, you know, one of the things, too, you, you obviously not only a basketball player, but obviously had some track work, did, did, yeah. you know, as in high school as well. Um, kind of let these – but kind of the listeners know kind of what your standing broad and maybe your vertical was in that combine. Uh, my vert was 38. Uh-huh. And then my broad was 10-2. Yeah. And the track stuff kind of helps, too. Um, high school, I was a long jumper, so mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. Right. So. Well, I tell you what, I was impressed. And obviously the basketball piece, uh, I don't doubt that you can dunk, you know. Some oh guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because with that kind of vert, you can not only dunk, but you can do it a lot of different ways, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit, too, now, academically, obviously a senior, uh, graduating soon. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about that and how you chose the field you're kind of going into. Um, I like the medical field, and I just, I'm interested in it, so... Uh, the classwork was kind of easy because when you're interested in it, it's <laughs> you just want to learn it. That's so, right. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to graduating in December, and it should be good. Sure. And uh, so your graduation happens in December. December yep. Um, tell us about the internship piece and kind of what that can do for the network uh, side of what, what you're going into. Okay, so cardiac rehab is like anyone with a recent – heart problem or like a stent or a heart attack Mm -hmm. Um, basically they come in and they have the option to uh, work out we put them on treadmills Uh, I was mostly in the weightlifting section Sure, that makes sense Uh, but we hook them up to uh, electrodes in this machine it's like an EKG Uh Um, we look at them on the screen um, just for safety precautions and then, uh, yeah, they just come in every day, talk to them, get to know them. Uh, it was a great experience up there uh, in Marquette. Right. And, and you know, I mean, there's uh, being able to help people, really. Yeah. And one of the things that we preach as a program is, uh, you know, our ability to affect people, others in a positive way and really give of ourselves for the benefit of others. And that really is kind of one of the <laughs> – that's a big piece of it. Yeah, it was awesome. I love talking to all the – the patients and stuff got to know them they had great stories and uh, i learned a lot so it well, was awesome as you can tell this is a guy that not only is successful on the football field and, and is a huge part and a great leader for us but 
you know, I, I got no doubt this guy's going to be successful in life. I got to ask you, Gage, because uh, I was up in the UP area last week, and I don't usually get up there because usually we're pretty busy on Saturdays in the <laughs> fall. But yeah. tell us a little bit about St. Ignace and what it looks like up there in the fall. Oh, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Um, the leaves change. Um, you'll see awesome scenery. You can – there's boating, there's hunting, fishing. Um, it's just a great place to grow up and, and live too. So, Man, that's great. And, and like I said, man, we're sure glad you're part of this team and, and really has become a true leader. And, and I appreciate all you do, especially as a senior, and I'm looking forward to having – this season be real special even though it started out a little strange yeah absolutely we're all excited to get going well Good. awesome you have happy to have you on the team thanks for coming on with us today and uh we'll see you out on the football field here in about a month right absolutely sounds great back here on the chippewa sports network adam jackson with jim McElwain and oakley lavalli the yeah. senior joining us here you know i thought it was great getting some seniors up here because obviously this has been an unbelievably weird year and the one thing I'll tell you about Oak is, is he is a true team leader. And what he does for our team, he leads a lot of the things we do in the weight room and all that kind of stuff and, and is going to play a huge role this year, obviously, with what we've done and the movement at our tight end position. So, Oak, thanks for being here, man. It's good to be here, Coach. Yeah. Tell me kind of for you just going into that senior year, what – what was the initial shock when we got the word that, you know what, we were kicking it? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me for me personally, uh, I mean, as a team, you know, it was, it was kind of across the board. Everyone could feel that hit we took. But uh, personally for me, you know, I was dragging my feet a little bit, trying to uh, extend my school to get my fifth year and kind of had everything lined up. So kind of threw a wrench in my plans. Felt like, you know, I was going to graduate December, play my last season and be good to go and everything. But. You know, it threw a wrench in it at first, but uh, I think Coach Welsh played a huge part in keeping everybody focused. That's and, a great uh, point. And, uh, you know, just preaching that no matter what's going to happen in the future, every day you got to go to work because that's the only way anything's going to work for you. Yeah. So um, kind of with that, as, as, as you're talking about that, um, talk a little bit about, you know, even how we maybe did the combine stuff and being able to work with your coaches, which was new during that kind of period. Kind of talk about that. Yeah, I think I think that was good for the team. We mixed in, you know, it wasn't just strength and conditioning. We would do that piece in the morning. We'd lift, run, but we'd also get that important 40 minutes with our, with our uh, position coaches and on top of that doing kind of splitting that between the combine stuff. So, we kind of spread our chips around the table, and uh, uh, this I think the position work especially kind of kept us in that football mode without getting too much of just feeling like we're lifting and running, lifting and running. So Right. I think, you know, doing something for a purpose is something so important. Uh, uh, when we did kind of find out, you know, for sure that we could come back and play, talk about the team and, and what that was like. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could tell just from uh, – from those practices kind of where we were out there doing our um, little organized stuff to when we knew we were playing and coming out that Monday, you know, everyone had just had a different hunger to them. Everyone was just kick, kicked it up a couple notches because we knew we were going to get the chance to really, uh, you know, go see some different colored jerseys and play. Right. Um, a special guy is a Chippewa because actually he has some uh, history mm -hmm. uh, with the Chips. 
Tell me about the history. Yep, I'm a second generation ship. So my brother, he came in, uh, Sailor Lavalle. He was a he was a, a heck of a running back here. Um, so who I feel the worst for after I graduate is not me or my brother, but it's my mom because <laughs> she, <laughs> she's been she's been coming to Chippewa games for you know eight years straight, yeah. eight nine years straight. Been to every game. She travels away games, come to home games. Uh, so I think it's it's going to be hard for her to. Uh, kind of get out of that groove of every year having the chips to watch. You, you can tell her she can still come after yeah. you graduate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I feel, yeah, too, what about her wardrobe at that point, right? Exactly. She's got all that maroon and gold in there, and, and uh, that's good. Um, you know, I got to say, you know, the kids, every time, you know, we had, uh, we had our meals, obviously, we did it, uh, you know, with a new protocol where they actually drove by and would grab their – uh, boxes of, of food and, and that type of thing. And remember one of the times when Oak came by in this pickup, all right, <laughs> that, uh, you know, is jacked up to the point I'm not sure I could have even uh, – I don't know. Can you see that thing out in, at all in the in the parking lot? That the white one there. Um, we can't say the brand, okay? Just because you know sponsorship things. All right. It's built but tough. Yeah. It, okay. There you go. You <laughs> said it. But uh, you should describe it because either way, yeah. they can't see it on the radio. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. I knew we were getting some content here. My fault. Uh, I, well, you know what? I watch games on the radio. Yeah, right? I know you do. <laughs> okay. So let's explain yeah. this. But more importantly, I couldn't figure out how you even get into it as <laughs> as jacked up as it is go ahead yeah we had uh, my truck my mom actually um <laughs> drove that truck for three years it was just stock you know uh -huh. it was n normal height and everything and then after i graduated high school and getting ready to come up here they i kind of got it as a hand-me-down from her is 2013 so it was only three years old but she can drive so there's about seventy thousand on it but uh, once she gave it to me i just went straight for the big tires <laughs> big lift eight inch lift and uh Big old 37 and a half. So it's, we got the drop down uh, step ups. That's the only way it makes it easy. Okay, the drop down. Because I was telling you, when you would come through in that thing, and I had to look up to see you in the window, and I was thinking, you know what? I might only be able to get in that if I could learn how to pole vault, <laughs> you, you know? So, um, but, uh, you know, I, we've had some uh, movement, obviously, within your room. Um, and in the last time you were on this show, we actually had was with Bernard, right? Yep. Uh, talk about him going from that tight end room into that offensive line room. Yeah, I'll talk. Um, Bernard, you know, talking about Bernard, I always joke around and say I couldn't trust the guy for the first three or four months I knew him because he was so nice. You yeah. know, he, <laughs> he, he, he was never right. he was never angry. He was never upset about anything. He was like, man, this guy's always in a good mood, you know. So, but. Uh, Bernard's another guy that's just a super uh, exemplary, uh, an example of being a team player. I mean, this guy, everything he does is for the betterment of the team. You know, the guy standing next to him. We were we were having problems at O line. We, uh, you, I know you guys talked about him, and I talked to him about it, and he told me he's like, you know. Whatever I have to do to help the team. <laughs> That's <laughs> put actually on, perfect. Yeah. Put, on, put on like 30, 40, you know, 30 pounds in a couple months, I mean, and the guy's still got a six-pack. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, and been doing a great job. How has that been with him at tackle when you're at tight end in the communication standpoint? Now, oh, yeah. You guys used to be in the same meeting room. I'm sure maybe it helped a little bit. Yeah, and Bernard's always been a, uh, a guy with a high football IQ, you know, and uh, – we always just look 
we always just uh, think it's still funny. We get up to the line, and I look at him. He looks at me, just kind of always laugh and smile. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we know what we're doing now. So yeah. it's good. That's good. Um, you know, with the one of the things we talked about was a little bit of the crossover, which we've only had a couple practice of it. But kind of give your thought on, you know, the, the guys doing some crossover position training. Yeah, for me, uh, I looked at the list, and I saw linebacker, and I got a little giddy because uh -huh. – then it kind of made me think, oh, holy crap, it's actually been five years since I've been <laughs> in high school. So, <laughs> but, you know, I got over there with Coach Skip, and me and Butch were doing some uh, linebacker drills, and I was like, man, it feels like high school outside of that South Florida heat and the sure. cowboy collar I used to have. But right. <laughs> it, was, it felt good to be back and working some linebacker for sure. Yeah. I, I, I um, You know, that's one of the things that, that as a program, you know, I think we've been really trying to stress is, is – Look, it's it, this year more than ever. You got to do whatever it is for the team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have guys across the board that are looking to help the team. You know, my roommate Keegan Kasu. Yeah. He's just he's been um, he's made the switch over and and you know when you when you make that change in the position, that first week two weeks you know you're just lost out there. You don't really know what's going on, and the only thing that can carry you is your effort. So, you know, seeing um, Keegan get in there and just give high effort, throw his hands, you know, um, and try and find a way and find a niche to help the team. It's awesome to see. Yeah, it's been great. And, and you know what, I, I as, as we've talked, um, this has been such a great experience for me personally because of the players. Um, this is a great group of guys, and it's fun to be able to go out to practice. It's fun to be able to uh, let them know, you know, and, and see them grow, but more importantly, this group had it. They had the mentality, and it, it's fun to be. So um, now that you know we're in fall camp, right, which is a weird fall camp because it's yeah. really kind of an in-season thing, you know. Um, but how has that had to kind of switch the thinking of the team and the locker room, um, knowing that now we're in it for real? Yeah, I think um – I think almost just the change of gears was more of a challenge for everyone. Just kind of, you know, trying to stay mentally ready with the there's no season, but be ready for the combine. Now there is a season, so you got to be able as a player to make that mental um, flip. You know, so kind of something Coach Welsh preaches too is staying ready, so you don't have to get ready, and uh, that's been big for us and uh, a good tool for us to be able to flip that switch and get right back to practice. Well, I got to tell you, I'm just so excited for these guys that there is a season. Um, obviously, we've got a long way ahead of us uh, as far as taking care of ourselves, uh, doing the things that we need to, to have a successful season. But these two guys that we just had on, huge parts of that locker room, this team, and are going to play a ton this year for the Chippewas. Well, we're looking forward to seeing these two seniors out on the field. And uh, may I make a little request? Next time we have Oakley on, let's yeah. make him do the entire interview in the Bernard Raymond <laughs> but, impersonation but, voice. Can, can you do that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's awesome. Back for our final segment here on the Coach Max Show. Thanks for joining us on the Chippewa Sports Network. Adam Jackson with Jim McElwain. And we talked a little bit about it with the guys, but I know you were really excited for one, just the guys to get to compete in the combine and the turnout and how some of the scouts could watch. So tell yeah. us a little bit about last Saturday. I, I've got to tell you, our recruiting department, um, you know, Albert Karshniev, Johnny Ballgame Leister, and Jason Asset, um, th it, those guys did an unbelievable job of organization and then getting with Joel and his people. 
as far as how the actual Saturday worked. And what was really cool about it was using the big screen and having the Zoom squares mm -hmm. of all these NFL, CFL, and, and uh, Senior Bowl reps uh, actually logged in and, and to the combine itself, um, our own people being able to not only live stream but now be able to get those, capture that video, get it to the different leagues and or different teams. And, and it was uh, – I thought it was fantastic, you know, and, and to see the kids, I, I thought it was really good because there were some real teachable moments. What you find out is in something like that combine is, look, you only get one or two chances, you know, and in some events you only get one. You get one chance to make it right. So to carry over that kind of thought process as we move into this season, which is going to be shortened, look, we, we don't get any do-overs. You know, if you scratch on the shuttle, you scratch, right, in the combine. It's no different. I think I think the mental thought process and teaching of what that was was really important. I saw the excitement on our guys. You know, it was a, it was a Saturday uh, in the fall. They came out and, and were able to uh, go out and show who they were and what they're all about uh, in front of uh, the NFL. And uh, – I thought it worked out really good. We had great feedback from the league and the people in the league and, and a lot of help from them as well. So uh, my hat's off to our recruiting department um, who did a great job of getting it set. And obviously, as you heard from Oakley, and, and I've told the people over and over, one of our greatest assets is, is Joel Welsh and, and his strength and conditioning program. You mentioned it with, with Gage Kresge, and I'm sure – there were other players that surprised you as well. But I imagine you had your eyes peeled because this was one of the first times yeah. you had got to see your guys in so yeah. long as they're just starting practice again. And and some of the performances were, were outstanding. And, and and some of the ones, like, I, I had no idea he could jump like that, right? Yeah. When, when we talked about I was like, whoa, wait a minute, right? Th this is that is, guy on my team? That This is really <laughs> impressive, right? And and uh, But I thought it was really good for guys to be able to show kind of their strengths, you know, and some of the things that they could do. And, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, and really to follow it up now with the ability knowing that, hey, we're going to go play. You know, I think it was a great closure to the first part of what we were doing. Now let's go to that next phase, which we're in right now, which is really fall camp um, becomes phase two uh, based on what we're doing before we even get into game prep. Yeah, you, you mentioned, you, you've said it a ton of times, you're a calendar guy, you're pre-planned. You like to know what is coming up in the months ahead. So now that you know that there's, there's a six-game schedule, you don't know who's on it yet, right. but now that you know what the – potential dates are what does the month of October look like preparing for that first game in early November well here's the interesting thing you you, you start basically you have the, like for fall camp normally um, you have your spring practice now you actually plan out starting then the actual August what that looks like and knowing what you had coming out of spring, what you needed to work for from an install standpoint mm -hmm. once you get to fall camp. And you plan that basically from the end of spring practice all the way through the end of July. Um, well, we had two days to put fall camp <laughs> together. <laughs> right? Plenty so, of time. And, and, uh, and yet, you know, in a good, a good thing that, that we did the pre-planning, 
because now we're able to take some of those pieces and fit it in what is a 20-hour calendar. Um, what, what that means is you got 20 hours during the week uh, to be with the guys, no more than four hours at a time, where in fall camp you really, they're unlimited. You know, yeah. you, you're um, – but being able to get those specifics in there and, and put it together, um, I think if this has taught us one thing, uh, all the things we've been through is is the importance of being able to change, the importance to be able to adjust, the importance of knowing, okay, these are the things that are critical. Let's not slip up on those. Let's define what they are and make sure that we don't, uh, miss those and maybe some of the other things we've got to let go just a little bit from even a time or adapting to what is going on with your roster and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, in a weird, weird way, um, it's been kind of a fun mental challenge, uh, I think, for our whole staff. Um, the uncertainty, but now being able to twist and say, you know, what happens if so – we can take this guy and make him this on the other side of the ball. And the creativity part, it's really stimulated thought. We're talking with Central Michigan head football coach Jim McElwain here on the Chippewa Sports Network. You hey, mentioned have you mentioned yet that Fabiano brothers are putting this on with Bud and Bud Light? Yeah, I think, yeah. I, think I have mentioned that I a mean, couple times. i got to tell you, I am so thankful for those guys to step up and uh, what great sponsorship they are. They do a tremendous job, and we're certainly happy to have them. You brought up when you're planning, talking about a spring game, and you know what's funny is we were talking yeah. what, two, three weeks ago right here on this yeah. show. Oh, Jim, you said maybe we're going to have a, a spring scrimmage, and yeah. that could be coming <laughs> here in the fall. And Oh, you talk about ever-changing. That's yeah. not happening anymore here in the fall. Yeah. We're going to have an actual season. No, we are, and and uh, and, and, and you know, I, I, I look at it as this uh, – and you had a chance to listen to a couple players that had geared towards this opportunity and then had it taken away from them, and, and especially those seniors, right, who had worked so hard for that final year. Um, I, I'm just excited that, that we're going to be able to do it, and I think the most important thing is, is how are we going to be able to do it, staying safe, and, and my hat's off again to our conference um, our presidents, uh, the people that really dived into it and didn't just, yeah, they, they knocked it dead at first, right? Mm -hmm. they, they canceled it out, but then actually saw, and as it went on, okay, now there's an opportunity. How can we do it? Um, my hat's off to them. The action's all about the drama. We're the first to cancel. We're the last to come back. We love the drama of that, Mid American Conference football. That's right. I'm telling you what, it'll be a fantastic kind of. Uh, well, I don't even know um, what you want to call it, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I know this. Just talking with other coaches within the league, uh, they are excited. Yeah. Uh, I know the players are based on the passion and that they spoke when they had an opportunity to visit with the commissioner and the doctors within the league, I thought that that was really fantastic. Um, they did a really good job of that. And uh, more than anything, I think us being able now to adapt to what this is, what it's going to look like, us having the ability to actually now ask some questions on people who have been through it yeah. for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And 
what are some of the things that you found out as a as a coach, as a program, as an organization that maybe you'd done different? And I think we're going to be able to be ahead of the curve in that way. Is that something you've done or will do is reach out to other head coaches uh, that are going through the season right now? I've uh, been doing it constantly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, s some of the things, you know, just in conversation, obviously, and, and I've got a a lot of guys out there I've either coached with or, you know, have worked for me uh, that are head coaches now. And and you, you, you make those calls in that network and you just bounce ideas off each other, whether it's this or whatever it is, right? Um, so I think that that part's been good. And now we're kind of the recipient as a league to be able to kind of reach out to some of those guys and say, how did you handle it? And what were some of the things that you didn't expect? Yeah, well, hey, we are so excited to have you and Central Michigan football coming back in. We look at the calendar today, just about a month, November 4th. Yeah. So excited to be able to talk to you every week about football and meet and continue to talk to the student athletes. But, uh, Coach, we can't wait to have CMU football again here in the fall. Well, you and I both, and uh, again, just can't tell you how excited I am for these players now. You know, how we go about it and how we choose to go about our day-to-day -day lives. Uh, you know, as, as a program is something that, that we really have to be sharp and, and we've got to be thinking. And uh, But I'm telling you what, I'm excited for the Chips to go out and play. He's Jim McElwain. I'm Adam Jackson. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for tuning in.